started as any other day. Oh, guten Tag, Mob. That's hello, Mob, in German. Welcome back to another wild ass episode of Macabre Reality Bites. I have my partner here <laughs> in crime and history, crime history. Mm-hmm. The history of crime. Yes. Matt, the council, how are you? I'm doing well, buddy. And technically, it's good day in German. You know what? You didn't. You just ruined me in the intro. You're, gonna, you're just going to do that. Anyways, I'm Josh, Blaze and Bless. Happy to be alive. And absolutely none of these people we're going to talk about today. Before we get into this episode, we actually have a little update from last week's episode called A Series of Unfortunate Events. Remember that one? Yes, I do. Remember the um, old, the older guy, uh, James Mason, who was exercised to death? by Yeah, his, his yeah. spouse wouldn't let him out of the pool. Right. And her name was Christine Newton-John. Right. Clearly made up. Well, um, we were all wondering how that kind of happened, and I actually saw the footage. So it does turn, it does, uh, it turns out that it does matter that she was transsexual because, um, so she, she was built very masculine. She looked exactly like Tommy Boy. Okay. I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Right. The height, the, all of it, all of it, the weight. <laughs> we also imagine her just like keeping him in the pool from the outside of the pool. But that wasn't the case. She was actually in the pool with him, and every time he tried to get out, she would just pull him pull back him in. Pull him back in. Well, then that's, that's a more difficult situation. It is. Our, our solution, I think that's the way to go. To head faker and then go, go no, one way head faker. No, you're, you're not going to out swim the person. The idea is to pull them into the pool. Oh, right, right. Although in this situation, that would have made it worse. Yeah, it, uh, well, cause, yeah. Because that, yeah. that was the reason why he died. Yeah. Uh, and then there was somebody else watching. But I, mean, I think that's all. You, I mean, if you can pull them in a pool and drown them, I think that was. I think that's a good strategy if they are keeping if, you. If you can take them, yeah. If they're way bigger than you, like this, you might be just be hoping for help. That was a piece of the puzzle we were missing. Or just stay in the middle, like stay in the middle of the pool and just wade and hope for somebody to come along. Wade, wade in the water. Hey. Anyways. I, yeah, it mattered this time. It, it completely mattered. And there was somebody else on the side of the pool watching, and that person was in a wheelchair. So they could have done nothing to help. And it was, it's a bizarre uh, tape they to look at. They were watching? They didn't, like, wheel over to a phone? Yeah, I don't know. What kind, hmm. it, the, the video is a little grainy, like all videos, of course. But right. you can see clearly what the fuck. He's not, she's not letting him out. And you can kind of see that he's frail, like a frailer right. man. So. He's an old man. So that's, well, that's thanks what for the update, man. Yeah. That's hey, that's what we do here. We we make sure you know the the latest on all these stories. That's right. So it was murder for sure. Yeah, yeah. And she got put away. So there we go. Anyways, back to this one. In this episode, all of these people decided to make their own decision that ultimately ended their existence. We call this one. You did this to yourself, pot one. Enjoy. Our first bite is a little more than they could chew, and is titled "Tough Penis." Happened March of two thousand one in Germany. Headline is, Two Men and a Penis, and this is a story from two perspectives. You ready? Okay. Two Men and a Penis. We're going to start with the uh, the willing victim here, and it is important that you know that he was willing. Right. Bern Jurgen Brandis. Yeah. Bert, thank you. You already yeah. knew I was going to struggle from hey, right in the beginning. Yeah. Let's just continue. Sure. From Germany, See? was voluntarily stabbed repeatedly and then partly eaten by Armin Muse who was later called the Cannibal of Rottenburg. Mm. Brandis had answered an internet advertisement by Muse looking for someone for this purpose. So my man put out a... So he put an ad, ad to to be eaten? Yes. Brandis explicitly stated that his will was that he wished to be killed and eaten. Man, so, but I say this, you can't enjoy the eaten part if you're dead. No, and you wouldn't even know. Mm. Exactly. Don't. No, you wouldn't. Um, so he was crazy, or was I mean crazy? And and, and was he and was he a normal person? Did he have a normal life. I, well, let's read on. But this is now. This is from the that was from the victim's point of view. Mm-hmm. That was short. This is from the cannibal of Rottenberg's point of view, and it's uh, it's a little bit more information. Here we go. Looking for a willing volunteer, Muse posted an advertisement on the then active website, the Cannibal Cafe, 
a defunct forum for people looking for uh, cannibalism fetish, mm-hmm. which is an interesting fetish. <laughs> Muse advertisement stated that he was looking for a normally built 18 to 25 year old to be slaughtered and consumed. What the fuck? That's fucking metal, though. That is that is metal. So enter our man burned, slaughtered, and consumed is a good uh, name for a band. That is that actually is a. <laughs> All right, we're, we're starting a metal band a podcast. Right. It's called Slaughtered and Consumed, mm-hmm. and we should talk about metal bands. And it's going to be fucking lit. <laughs> oh, heavy, yeah. Yeah, oh, heavy metal. I get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Enter our man. Burn Jurgen Armando Brandis. Thank you. A 43-year-old engineer from Berlin, so pretty normal, I would say. Yeah. Answered the advertisement in March of 2001. Many other people actually responded to the advertisement as well, but... Uh, backed out because they're all a bunch of fucking Bobby backouts. Uh, Muse did not attempt to force them to do anything against their will, which is also important to note here, and you know, and it's also commendable. Yeah, I mean that's good because that's a weird. Well, he wants something done to him, right? Well, he wants to be. Yeah, he wants to be the killer. Yeah, and, and he wants to person. be the. He wants to kill, and he. Yeah, and he. And oh. he, so he put out. Oh, so we switched. We switched perspectives. I remember now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we switched perspectives. We switched. Per- <laughs> he he's the he's the cannibal of Rottenberg. You you can't be the cannibal of Rottenberg if you're the one being eaten. No, 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 you can't. Yeah. That wouldn't make any sense. The two men made a videotape when they met on March 9th, two thousand one, in Muse's home in the small town of Woodsfield, showing Muse amputating Brandis's penis, his little pee with his agreement. And the two men attempting to eat it together. Before doing so, Brandis swallowed 20 sleeping pills, should have taken more, and a bottle of cough syrup, likely causing the effect of slowed breathing and extreme tiredness. Well, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, 20 I've sleeping pills. I've had to take pills. a lot of cough syrup lately, uh, too, because I've been sick. But um, yeah, he drank a whole bottle of it and 20 sleeping pills. I don't know how, how he you, stayed away. How are you not you're completely unconscious? That's wild. Brandis initially insisted that Muse attempted to bite his penis off. This did not work, and ultimately, Muse used a knife to remove it. So, uh, his sh- either teeth wasn't sharp enough or something. So, is this like a, a sexual thing? Oh, we'll, and if we'll it get is, there. if it is for the one guy, for the the guy getting his dick bit off, I guess it's one that you satisfy one time. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. There's no second. There's no second chance of this. Yeah. So Brandis apparently tried to eat some of his own penis raw, but could not because it was too tough. And as he put it, chewy. <laughs> Good lord. That's, that's disturbing. Muse, who's the cannibal, then fried the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic. And then he fried it with some of Brandis's fat. What the? But it was Wait, too burnt the, to be consumed. Where did the fat come from? I, that's my, that was my question, too. It doesn't say... This is like, uh, didn't this happen in one of the Hannibal Lecter movies? Probably. I know a guy got fed his, Ray Liotta got fed his own brain. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, they, they burnt it so they couldn't eat it. So they, they chopped the, the pee-pee up into chunks and fed it to the dog, which the dog didn't do anything. And I don't like that. Well, he doesn't deserve to eat penis. No. I wonder if the dog ate the penis, though. Well, the quote said, <laughs> to which the dog said, quote, uh-uh. Oh, no. Fuck this. I'm out of here. End quote. So, no, he didn't need it. Okay. He ran away. I'm glad they included that in the story. Yeah. So, according to court officials who saw the video, I forgot that they videotaped this the whole time, too, until I just said that again. So, that's uh, another wild part of the story. Uh, right. But- <laughs> so, this was... They were going to... Yeah, this is definitely like... They're are they're producing content for... This is content. Yeah. For the cannibal website. For Yeah, for the internet. Um, but according to court officials who had to watch the video, Brandis may have already been too weakened from blood loss to eat his own penis. <laughs> I don't know why that's important to note there. He's like, hey, dude, you could have done it, but, you you know, all the blood you lost. Yeah. Don't, don't beat yourself up like, over it. Uh, that's encouraging like, for them. Like they, they feel bad for the guys. Like, you know, he probably, if it weren't for the fact that the gaping hole where his dick used to be was spewing blood, he probably would have been able to eat his own penis. <laughs> So, I mean, give the guy a break, all right? Yeah, give the guy a break, man. And also, he tried. Me, and then you're talking to him, you're like, hey, man, give yourself a break, dude. You could hey. have eaten your own penis if you weren't so woozy off of 20 sleeping pill, pills, hey. a bottle of fucking coffee. <laughs> hey, you got to love yourself, man. <laughs> love yourself. You got to love yourself. So, it's okay if you didn't get to eat your penis. It's you tried. hard. You tried. I would have a hard time eating my penis 
if I had a penis-sized hole in my uh, in my <laughs> pelvis. <laughs> and it was just pouring blood <laughs> out of it. Spewing blood out of it. <laughs> and I was on 20 sleeping pills, man. Muse, feeling romantic, then ran Brandis a bath before going to read a Star Trek book. While checking on Brandis every 15 minutes, and Brandis lay bleeding in the bath from his penis-sized hole in his body. Right. Brandis continued to drift in and out of consciousness before finally collapsing again. After long hesitation and prayer, Muse killed Brandis by stabbing him in the throat, after which he hung the body on a meat hook. And <laughs> Damn, that was not necessary. Fucking hey, it got really, it got, uh, it got metal it, there. I mean, it it, oh, wow. it was it was create like two girls one cup kind of crazy, and then it got fucking like it got Texas sexy. Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> it got sexy with the bath, and then it turned <laughs> yeah, it into sex- a whole other thing. Yeah, it got heavy there at the end. Wow. Um, what the what shit. what did the guy who died think was gonna happen? Like, was he planning on like, yeah, you're, I'm gonna fucking? Well, I guess so. He he wanted to die. Yeah, no, he answered the the call. He answered the the ad. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's not over yet. The incident was recorded on a four-hour videotape. Muse dismembered and ate the corpse over the next 10 months, storing body parts in his freezer under pizza boxes and consuming up to 44 pounds of the flesh. You know what? Sometimes you don't answer the call. (laughs) Sometimes it's better not to. Good God. I wonder how much this man weighed because 44 pounds is a lot of a person. Yes. Cause you still, if you think about it, all the stuff you got to cut out, yeah, and you got forty-four pounds of flesh to cook. That might be a whole person. He might have ate all of it. He maybe well the bones and shit. What do you eat in the muscles? So forty-four pounds. I don't fucking no, dude. I'm not a cannibal. I, I don't know if you can believe this or not. I'm not a cannibal, so I don't know about this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So stop asking. Right. Um. Oh. Okay. So according to prosecutors, and we both knew this already. Muse committed the act for sexual pleasure. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> but here's the thing: the other guy just was like willing to be killed, so he was just so. Him, I don't know. I don't I, know. So we'll start with the obvious here: the guy was suicidal, wanted to die, was willing to die. Yeah. And so from there, you know, it's so how are you going to do it? And he decided, and I, it's just I. I, let's presume that he knew exactly what was going to happen. He decided he, he wanted to go out the way, like maybe he's a big horror movie fan. Yeah. And he wanted to be like a horror victim for real. Yeah. And that's how it like, like cosplay sort of thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Maybe that's what that was. Cause he wasn't doing it for sexual pleasure. As soon as his dick came off, he was having no sexual no pleasure. pleasure. So I don't know, man, but yeah, but uh, muse, the cannibal of Rottenberg was arrested in December of 2002 when a college student alerted authorities to new advertisements for victims online, couldn't get enough. Investigators searched his home and found body parts in the videotape of the killing under the pizza boxes in the freezer. Mm-hmm. So what's the lesson learned here for that? <laughs> well, well, um, that's a tough one. I say that um, sometimes you get exactly what's advertised. And in this case, that's a, that was a good thing because a lot of things could have gone left but they went exactly how they they thought even though those things were very crazy and far left for many people like out of like yeah i don't think a lot of people would want to be their have their penises cut off try well, to eat them that's the that's the interesting thing to me about this is uh whether this guy like this is just some something he was into like horror movies and that sort of thing and maybe he wanted to go out like that because what, like what else? This is not sexual for him. And like you were saying earlier, you can only do it one time. Right. So um, weird. I don't know, man. So in that sense, it's like, well, get, do your thing. though. Do brother. your thing, buddy. It, but, just, but when, when his dick was actually cut off, what do you think? He was like, Oh fuck, this was, this was a terrible idea. Cause you know, they always say like people who jump off bridges yeah. or, or whatever, when they survive, they're like, as soon as I jumped, I regretted like, fucking, oh, whoops. Like my problems were not that bad. So I wonder if, if that was the case, because you got to assume he was suicidal, and then uh, the guy cuts his dick off, and he's like, "Oh shit, no, I don't. I actually don't want this." Well, he tried to eat it. 
Yeah. So, well, I mean, you got to commit at that point. Yeah, you might so. as well try. And <laughs> well, look, look, he did try. All right. Yeah. He did his best. Hey. He had a geyser of blood coming out of his fucking crotch. Hey, hey, man, I want to tell you, Brandis, you did your best, dude. You yeah. could have eaten that penis if the, you didn't lose that much blood, bud. The lesson I learned is that Brandis did it, did his best. <laughs> <laughs> and I also learned that he could have eaten that penis. Had he all his blood in his body? Duct tape. That's what I learned. Just put him. Yeah. If they had just thought ahead and put some duct tape over that, uh, you know, he could have enjoyed his penis. Yeah. Just like the other guy did. Or like the dog did not. You remember <laughs> when that guy glued his dick shut when he randy quaded himself? Yeah. Um, you just got to randy quade yourself. Get some like great stuff foam, something like that to just, you know, fill that in. Some gap filler, sealant, you know? Yeah, some sealant. Some flashing tape. Yeah, and then, then you can enjoy your penis at your leisure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying That's that. That's the lesson I learned. Thank you. That's a great lesson. Now, I have, do have a question. Is this murder? Yes. It is. <laughs> Even though he wanted it, he wanted exactly what happened to him? Yeah, the guy did all the things it takes to murder somebody. But Okay. All right. The intent and the act. It's murder by the law, but it's not murder by the people involved. No, it's murder. <laughs> also, another lesson learned is get a less chewy penis if you want to do this. Just tenderize your penis next right. time. Right. Well, I, I wonder how well they cooked it. Probably not very. Well, he cooked it in wine, salt, and pepper. How many serial killers are also good cooks? Other than Hannibal Lecter, who we've already mentioned. Probably none. Probably not. Probably none. This guy seems more like Leatherface than Hannibal Lecter. And I don't think Leatherface would be a good cook. <laughs> he's got too much leather on his face. So. <laughs> he can't see. He, he can't, can't see, see what shit. he's fucking doing. He can't see shit. All right. Our next bike is titled Getting Choked Up. Happened September 2007. Headline is... <laughs> <laughs> Headline is a woman dies in one of the worst places to die. The airport. Oh. Carol Ann Gottbaum... Was a South African. What did she? What did she have? She got bombed. <laughs> uh oh. Maybe that's why she died. <laughs> oh no. Uh, All right. Ann got bombed. Was a South African-born traveler who died at the age of 45 on September 28th in 2007 in the Phoenix, Arizona, in Sky Harbor Sky International Airport. Sky Harbor. Good God. Sky Harbor. While being held in police custody. She was arrested after becoming angry while attempting to board her plane to enter an alcohol treatment center in Tucson, Arizona. So she was already mad as fuck. Right. So, and they didn't let her board the plane. Gottbaum was unable to board her flight after it had been overbooked. Uh-oh. Maybe she has a good reason to be a little bit angry. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. There's always reasons to be angry at the airport. Sure. Sure. Your gate's too far away. The... The, the Cinnabon's way too far away and you can't get back there fucking, in time. You don't have enough time between flights when you have a layover mm -hmm. to fucking like do anything. Right. You got to like run to the next terminal. Yeah. Well, her, which is on the other side of the airport. That's right. Kind of like this lady, her day got worse because um, her next attempt was denied on a later flight. And when that happened, Gottbaum became irate. Irate? Irate. Would you say incandescent? No. Okay. I would say irate. Would you say beside herself? Beside herself. She came. She became beside herself. Apoplectic. Sure. I never heard of that one. Uh, reviews. <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. Say that again. It's a good word. Apoplectic. Okay. Reviews of publicly available closed circuit um, security tape showed her lurching about and flailing as well as hurling her PDA device at a U.S. Airway employee. Now, PDA device... Um, it's a public display of affection device. Yeah, right. I had to actually look this up, but it was just like a device that connected to the internet before smartphones, which... Wait, this was before smartphones? It was in... Two th September 20,000. Uh, September 20,000. <laughs> it was in 2007. September 2007. So not... Got before, it. Maybe before smartphones. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it was right on the very... If, if it was, like, just... Right before him. Correct. This, well, this lady did not have one. She had a PDA, though. Got it. So it's just a, a device that connects to the internet. Anyways, so essentially she threw a large uh, smartphone at an employee. So 
Several passengers. Oh, I'm glad we spent that much time <laughs> yeah. talking about what a PDA was. Sure. <laughs> Just to find out. You're lucky I didn't even. <laughs> she threw, <laughs> threw a large smartphone. <laughs> Got it. Several passengers subsequently claimed they attempted to switch seats so she could make her flight, but were dissuaded by employees of the airline, U.S. Airways, but there was no information available to verify this. Um, and I'm of two minds here. So what, she, what are your two minds? She was into too intoxicated. She was too intoxicated, which uh, evidence later shows she was. They should have absolutely not let her on her flight. But however, if she wasn't when she was first trying to get on and they just denied it because she didn't, they didn't want her on the flight. That's, that doesn't seem right, especially because she was going to a program. And I mean, maybe, maybe people who are going to programs are like, well, here's what I, I think maybe yeah, give, um, give me what your what your two minds are saying. Well, you gotta basically put. They've got rooms in the airport, like when they have to interrogate people or detain. They they sometimes they have to detain people at the airport. Yes. Right. Yes. So detain her. Put her in one of those rooms. Give her some coffee. Um, because she's drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let her like sober up, then put her on a later flight. Sure. Well, this is what happened. So soon after the assault with the PDA, security that sounds that does sound like that sounds weird. The assault with the display of affection. Like you're just going around hugging people without mm-hmm. their consent or whatever. Right. Security officers were like called. Like a device that helps you do that. <laughs> like hug somebody now. Right. It's time. Every time it beats. <laughs> uh, security officers were called and Gottbaum was arrested. So just like you're saying. According to Phoenix police, as she was taken away, Gottbaum was irate and continued to scream, as irate uh, drunk people do. Would you, would you say apoplectic? Apoplectic, yes. I would say that now. I would say that. Good. Yes. She was uh, subsequently handcuffed to, to a bench and left in a holding cell for five to ten minutes. So she was detained and put in a room by herself. Um, and um, police state that they did not check on her while she was screaming, but became cer- concerned when she yeah. stopped. Well, any parent knows. Sometimes you just got to let them scream it out. Yeah, you got to let them Isn't scream. that right? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's not right. Sometimes you got to just let them go do whatever. Yeah, sure. Sometimes you got to go. Well, if it's just leave them. If it's a, a grown adult and she's arrested and she's a handcuffed, I think you can leave her in the room. I mean, it's like putting her in a jail cell, right? Well, it's yeah. I mean, we're thing. talking about a drunk person who's apoplectic. It's what yeah, you said. Ho- yeah. Uh, That's what I said, yeah. What are you going to do? Right. Uh, you got to just let her get not drunk. Yep. So when authorities ch- later checked on her, she was dead. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she strangled herself to death in an airport. She was so angry that when she had nobody else left to attack, she, she strangled herself. herself to death. That's how fucking drunk and apoplectic she was. Wow. Yes. Apoplectic is when you're so angry that if you don't have another person around to attack, you'll fucking attack yourself. <laughs> that is being and that's our SAT yourself. word of the week. Thank you. Apoplectic. SAT. SAT word of the week. So what's the lesson learned here? The lesson learned. Um, I'm going to let you lead off with the lesson learned. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I say that if you're in an airport for a long period of time, stay calm and Tom Hanks. Because when Tom Hanks was faced with this problem, he just lived in the airport. He um, finished a construction project in one of the terminals for the people. And they loved it. So be helpful. Stay in the airport where the wing, where like the wings being constructed. Finish that project for them, and then you're, you're Tom Hanks now. What are you talking about? You never seen the movie The Terminal? No. Oh well, no wonder you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I have no fucking idea. Basically, that is the movie right there. Tom Hanks. When did this movie come out? In the 2000s, early 2000s. So it's it's not like a recent movie. No, but it's a good one. I haven't even heard Maybe of it. Maybe it's the mid 2000s. Uh, no, he, he's like a, he's from a different country. I can't remember what country, but his country's at war. So he has, he gets stuck and he's not allowed to go home. Mm-hmm. He ends up staying in the ho- in the, um, airport. The guy doesn't, the airport head of the airport doesn't want him in there, but somehow he's allowed to stay in there. I don't know how it happens. I forgot. Right. I hadn't seen it in a while. So it's like based on a true story thing. Well, I don't know about that, but it's an American airport. So probably not. And, uh, he's like staying in a wing where it's being constructed. Like they're not, there's like tarps up and shit. So people can't see where he's staying. Mm-hmm. He falls in love with Catherine Zeta Jones. She dips beneath the lasers. 
What? Because she's a flight attendant and travels to that airport all the time. And um, how am I completely unaware of this movie? It's a good movie, man. Like I did not know Tom Hanks and Catherine Zeta-Jones were in a movie together. Are you? Are you no, fucking with me? No, it's called The Terminal. Google it. No, we'll 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 Google. We'll, not a sponsor. We'll, uh, we will Google that later. We'll Google it later, but. Um, holler at us at macabrepod1 at gmail.com if you've seen The Terminal. Holler at us if you have never heard of that movie. <laughs> I'll put a poll up on our Facebook. Maybe this is a fucking, uh, what do they call that thing, that effect? Oh, man, the Mandela effect? Yeah, what if this is a Mandela effect thing? It's not. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, dude. I watched it. The last time I watched it was probably four months ago, five months ago. The Terminal with Tom Hanks, bro. I, bro, are you thinking of Catch Me If You Can? <laughs> no. All right, look. I'm going to look it up for you. I'm going to show you. All right. Yeah, The Terminal came out in 2004. No, so what I'm saying is maybe I'm the one that came from a different reality. Oh, okay, yeah. But it was Tom Hanks, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Stanley Tucci, Zoe Saldano, and Fire. Straight Fire, that movie was. Bro, I'm telling you, I've never in my life seen or heard of this movie I'll show you the, I'll show you what he built he built like this water feature in the the construction project he actually didn't f- like do by the blueprints which is kind of funny he just kind of finished what he wanted to do and they were just kind of like mm, fuck it whatever it's done we'll just take it okay so I'm the one that came from a different reality yeah. and I'm living in your yes uh, multiverse Tucci. now it's got Tucci in it baby young Tucci Tucci, Stanley Tucci. Tucci. All right, well, there you go. You learn something every day. And now you got a new movie to watch. Yeah, so. that's cool. I want I, I want to find out what other movies Tom Hanks has done in this reality. Big. What? <laughs> what is that? It's where this small child becomes Tom Hanks by wishing. That's fucking crazy. And I've wished every day since that I could be Tom Hanks as well. Mm-hmm. And then, he, doesn't he do it with a woman? He sure does. As, as an adult. It was awesome, man, to watch as a young boy. Yeah. And she was hot, too. Yeah. He lived so in Elizabeth his own apartment, Perkins. man. Yeah. Elizabeth Perkins. Yeah. He lived in his own apartment. Like, yeah. He had fucking, cool, he played, yeah, uh, a trampoline he, in he there. played on a, on a uh, <laughs> fucking piano with Robert Loggia. God, his adult life was amazing. It was amazing. And you know what? It was crazy. He gets to do it again because he was back to a child at the end of the movie. He got to hit the fucking reset button like you do on your Nintendo. Sick. Yeah. Huh. Our next bike is titled Impressive Head. Happened July 28th in the UK. Headline is Man Loses Head Over Eviction. David Fall. Would you say that's Fall? Or uh, Fall? Field. Fall is probably going to be fine because it's that's a weird it's, one. P H Y A L L. Yeah, it's Fi Y'all. Fi Y'all. Maybe it's David Pahyal. Or Fyal. 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 <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. David Fi Y'all, 50, tied a Black and Decker power saw to the leg of a snooker table in his living room with a string, taped up the on button, and plugged it into a timer. Fi Y'all, who had consumed a small quantity of alcohol but no drugs, then lay under the snooker table face up. And placed the chainsaw against his neck with a piece of the tool's cardboard cushioning the blade from his neck. The timer, usually used to turn on and off the lights, was set to start up the chainsaw for 15 minutes. So that's the setup. Right. Um, snooker table made me snicker. Yeah. A snooker a made snooker me snicker. Table. A snooker you, made you me snicker. at the snooker table? Yeah. I'm snickering at the snooker. What is a snooker table? Isn't snooker like a game? I think table? it's a card game, right? Yeah. So we're talking about like one of those like green tables, like, like a round table. Snooker. Yeah, I guess. Hey, email us at macapod1 at gmail.com. Tell us what a snooker table is. However, at the UK. <clears throat> we gotta, yeah, let's start a snooker club. We got to find out what it we'll is play first. Snooker, on, yeah. I have. We do snickered yeah, at a we... snooker with some sneakers. Mm-hmm. Once activated, it sliced three quarters through his neck and across into his right shoulder, only stopping from completely severing his head because of his t-shirt was dragged into the teeth of the saw. Stupid ass shirt. Should have taken his shirt off. Yeah, well, He thought about it real hard and forgot to take his shirt you off. You know, you can't think of everything. David Fyall couldn't. 
He, I mean, he, well, but it is kind of funny. He went through all this uh, time to set this elaborate contraption up, and then he left his shirt on, and it gummed up the saw. Gummed up the saw. After his parents could not get a hold of him, they called the police. Police broke into the flat and asked the parents to stay outside. Probably the best choice there, because Saint, Saint, because Sergeant Mark Carter. <laughs> Saint Mark Carter, this he was one. Of the, he was the best sergeant they fucking ever had at the Hampshire Police. Um, so it is proper to call him Saint Mark Carter. Thank you, Sergeant Mark Carter of the Hampshire Police. Hampshire Police. Hampshire said he found file in the living room with blood spattering the walls, floor, and a cabinet. So not all the cabinets. Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. You only have to clean the one cabinet. Quote: The electric chainsaw was embedded in his neck. He told the hearing the blade was approximately three quarters through his neck in quote. Well, that, that that'll pretty much do it. That'll do it. The block on Bottom and road where file had his flat was due to be demolished. Despite his efforts from the housing association, he refused 11 offers of alternative accom- accommodations. Um, eventually the housing association went on to court to repossess the property. So he's killing himself because he's being um, not evict. I mean, like, you know, the, the yeah, government the authorities are taking those properties. So he's got to move. And so he decides to kill himself instead. And I guess decides to do it in such a dramatic way just to be like a fuck you to the authorities. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he like, like, like the article says, um, 11 attempts to get him to live anywhere else. Like 11 times. Right. That's trying, man. Um, but well, well I mean, clearly this man did not want to move. He'd rather get fucking his head cut off with a chainsaw than move. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because at the time of his death, File was the only tenant in the 1960s block. No shit. The rest of the properties have been vacated and were boarded up. He must have loved that place. Yeah, I guess so. Well, he also had, um, it's noted that he had a history of mental illness. And he also tried to commit suicide once before. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's So he did love that place. He did. After recording a verdict of suicide, Central Hampshire... Hampshire. Central Hampshire. Thank you. Central Hampshire Deputy Coroner Simon Burge said that First Wexus Housing Group had done all it could, but File was, quote, irrationally opposed to moving. And in the 15 years I have been sitting as a deputy coroner, (laughs) this is the most bizarre case I can recall. He thought through how he was going to commit suicide very carefully. He went through a great deal of trouble. I think he did it to draw attention to the injustice of his situation, end quote. Yeah, no yeah. Obviously. I guess so. <laughs> and uh, his shirt uh, fucked him up. So what's the lesson learned here, bud? Um, well, the lesson learned here, let me think on it. You, you, you tell your lesson learned. I'm going to have to reflect on this story for a moment. Okay. Um, just move out. Just move out. You're, you proved your point, but now nobody cares on that committee. Nobody cares. They have their building now. You nobody gives a shit except your parents, and that's why would you do that to them? Yeah, you know you're right. If if you want to like stick it to these people, you know these are the people that fucked you over, and you you're right to be pissed. Sure, but it's not gonna matter if you kill yourself because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and your big statement is is now just a anecdote. Now it'll just be a well. Here's now here's a possible upside. You might be like a ghost, like from now on. Oh, like when haunt. they rebuild something, like you're like, oh, a guy got his fucking head cut off here. Yeah, a, a fucking bloke got his fucking head cut Three off. Quarters here. Cut Three quarters, three quarters of head got fucking <laughs> 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 chopped off in on this flat in this block. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, you could be like the source of some good material there, like like Bloody Mary, you know. Yeah. Um, but is it worth? But you're not gonna know about it. Yeah. Is it worth it to you? Because you're gonna be gone. No, that's stupid. What you should have done, you got. If you go through the links of killing yourself, then don't here back it up a bit. I say back it up. Wait till they build whatever they're building there. Burn it the fuck down. If that's what you want to do, you're a crazy person. Anyways, you got you got you need you need some help. Yeah, obviously, but before they move anybody into just, it, just oh yeah, of course, right. of course. But yeah, I'm feeling yeah. I mean, it's the whole idea of you got to continue the fight. You got to continue the fight. Like, like, wait till they're 80% done with the building. Nobody's living there, right? But they're almost done. I mean, they're like so close. Burn it the like, fuck down. They're doing like the punch list at that point. Yes. They're finishing it up. 
Fucking burn it down. Burn it down. Make them start over. Right? Just continue to do that. They'll continue get the you. Yeah. You didn't have to saw your neck three quarters of the way the fuck off. Because they don't care. They don't care. They really don't. They were right. They're probably like going through their mail or, or, their, or the newspaper and they just saw the. Oh, what? Oh, shit. And then they moved on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, sh- that's the. Oh, there's a, oh uh, can we get somebody clean that? Wait, apartment? is that the building that we? Or we're gonna knock down. Actually, they're, they're like, don't even bother cleaning it. We're yeah, just gonna oh, blow cool. the thing up. Don't even worry weeks. about it. Exactly right, dude. They don't. They didn't even have to worry about the. They didn't have to clean the place at all. Up. Right. Oh gosh, crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. They might have just left the whole contraption in there. What? Well, yeah. Why not? Demo the building. Yeah. Just smash it. <laughs> smash it up. Smash it up, man. I think that's what they do to buildings when they. Knock, I don't know. Our next bite is titled. <laughs> Hot lava lamp happened November 2004. Headline is stovetop stuffing now with glass. Darwin Award nominee Philip Quinn, 24, was found dead in his trailer after he placed a lava lamp on a hot stovetop and was killed when it exploded and sent a shard of glass into his heart. Oh, Game of Thrones, White Walker style. Well, I mean, and those heart shots are always, you know, amazing Hail Mary type shots. Yeah. Uh, that's why they call it the heart piercer. Right. Thank you. But it was amazing on Game of Thrones, and I'm sure it looked amazing here. Uh, I wonder if, like, flames came out. Probably flames. Or lava. Probably a little bit of lava shooting into the guy, and then the lava's dripping out. with the so it Mixing together and then on the floor, and it looks yeah, cool. Like like something like, out of, like Terminator. So it's... It's like, you ever seen one of those things that kids have where you put the paint on the thing, and you spin that bitch, and it makes one of those swirly things look like tie-dye? Yeah. That's what it would look like, kind of. Yeah, I bet it was the coolest, grooviest fucking crime scene you'd ever been to. <laughs> or accident scene. <laughs> the Kent police said, this is so fucking groovy, man. Kent police Let's spoke just for smoke a <laughs> J and enjoy the good tunes, bro. Hey, brother. He tried it, so we didn't have to, brother. I, would you ever try that? You would never try that. I don't have to try, ask that Try question. what? Putting anything in glass on a hot stovetop or no. anything that's not food. That's really stupid. No. Fuck no. Uh, Kent Police spokesman Paul Peterson, who is an absolute genius and wordsmith, said, quote, Why on earth was he heating a lava lamp on the stove? We don't know. End quote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that says it all. We don't know either, Paul. We don't know either. And uh, just in case we have any young, young bucks listening or non-hippie, trippy mobsters, a lava lamp features the blobs of wax and liquid that arise and fall in a container is heated by a bulb at the base of the lamp. So, already heated, don't need to put it on the stove. Did you ever have a lava lamp? Yeah, yeah, dude. Of course. Yeah, me too. Um, after it exploded and it pierced his heart, Quinn apparently stumbled into his bedroom where he died that afternoon. So, this dude's just up in the morning. Just getting up in early in the morning, having some breakfast. Early in the morning. He's like, you know what? I got a goddamn idea. Mm-hmm. Get that lava lamp out here. So, I mean, he didn't have a means of, like, don't they come with their own heating mechanism? That's what I just, yeah, that's what I just explained that. Oh, so I, I checked out for a second. Like, don't uh, need yeah, the heat. So, they, they yeah, like Put everything you just said, and he, <laughs> he didn't have that, right? He didn't have it. Got it. Yeah. Wait, did he make his own? No. What I'm thinking is, did it not work anymore? And he's like, I got to heat it up. I just want to look at it, man. You know? That's well, actually... A terrible idea, but maybe he was thinking a little bit. He was completely wrong, but... You know what? All you gotta do is change the bulb, my guy. Just take it off and change the bulb. Yeah. The bottom. That's how you do it. Well, he was just trying to keep the hippie spirit alive. You know? You can't hate him for that. You can't hate him can't. for that. You can hate him for being a dumbass, though. Yeah. Police found uh, no evidence of drug or alcohol or brain use there. So, The lesson learned is... Just let the heat stay on the inside of the lava lamps. They must stay on the inside of the lava lamps. That's how they work. That's how they operate. Yeah. I think it's the idea. I don't I don't mind what he was trying to do. Just you gotta do it the right way. <laughs> no, no, I think you're actually right because there are people who made a living off of putting shit in the microwave and filming it, mm-hmm. but they're not standing there watching it. They're behind some shit. So you're well, right. clearly, clearly, he didn't realize this was even a problem. He like, he's like, yeah. thought this was a legitimate way to just turn his lava lamp on. He just wanted to have his lava lamp on. I, 
Uh, I'm guessing that's what it is. I just, he's just a... Okay, bud. You're just a simple guy, bud. You just want your lava lamp working, you know? Might have been an old hippie. He was 24. Might have been a young hippie. <laughs> what was his name? He Philip Quinn, 24 years old. Probably had his incense going. Our next buyer is the... Close Call. Close Call of the Week. <laughs> and it's titled, Catch of the Day. Happened September 2019 in South Africa. Headline is, Fisherman Catches... Self. How does a fisherman catch himself, oh, Josh? <laughs> Connie Hallowell, a pastor from South Africa, was preparing to dive and fish, but was derailed after impaling his own head with a spear fishing arrow. Mm. The spear gun went off during an accident and was not fired by the man, but led to a stint in the hospital. It was not fired by the man. Right. Like he didn't fire right. the spear gun. Who did? Well, in an interview with East Coast Radio, he explained what led to the incident. Quote, For me to shoot myself is physically impossible, Howell said. The gun was on the floor lying next to me. There was quite a big wave that surprised me and the gun as well. Oh, it, it, well, what were here the gun doing? <laughs> it, it knocked the gun up against some reef and triggered the trigger, and it shot in my face. Oh, and the, I love, re- the reef did it. I love that uh, the gun was surprised, too, and the trigger was triggered. (laughs) 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 Someone said, you're not a real gun. He's like, fuck you, I'm triggered. We shot him in the face. Yeah, no. that. (laughs) (laughs) Despite entering his right cheek and exiting through his left temple, the arrow missed Hallowell's brain by inches. There was no serious damage to his eyes, and he's expected to recover. That's wild. Yeah, so he got fucking... Shot through the skull by yeah. a spear. Um, it, the picture's and crazy. Nothing like he's gonna recover. The picture's fucking crazy. It's through his cheek out out the, above his eyeball up here, and it didn't you know, hit shit. Spear guns, like particularly, like I wouldn't fuck with those things. They just like mm-mm. no, I would not. You remember uh, Face Off? Remember when he got shot by a spear gun? Do I remember Face Off? Yeah, I know. I could eat a peach I'm, for I'm hours. A, yeah. I'm not asking you. I'm asking for oh. everybody just to bring it up. Because I'm going to take your face off. Yeah. I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't fuck around with a spear gun. No. Because I feel like that's exactly what would wind up happening. Yeah. Well, this actually did happen before in 2017 in Brazil. But um, the guy survived as well. So lucky. Two lucky people because that could easily killed you. I mean... Oh my god. Mm-hmm. The picture's crazy. Yeah. Because the spear is long. It's it comes out of his temple too, so you always told don't hit anybody in the temple, you'll kill him. Right. Well, this was a spear that went through this man's temple. And he survived. Lies. The lesson learned is don't piss off your gun. Don't trigger it. Yeah. And I would say if you and your gun are in a private situation, uh be careful. Be make sure you're in a situation where you can't ha- get surprised by a wave. Or, yeah. you know, snuck up upon. Right. Because your gun might just shoot its load. Yeah. It shot him right in the face. And it and it hit. It was the money shot. You ain't lying, brother. <laughs> hey, if I'm, if I'm lying, I'm crying. I ain't shed a tear. Hey, that's it for you did it to yourself, part one. But that means it's now time for Macabre Contradictions. A palate cleanser for the mind, body, and soul. And Matt, tell us a little bit more about Macabre Contradictions. Yeah, so like, you know how sometimes death can come in and kill you just unexpectedly? Well, sometimes mm-hmm. life can just do something unexpectedly kind. Thank you. You, you got it? I got it. Thank you. Right, cool. This one's titled TV Characters on the TV Screen, and this one is particular for fans of Ted Lasso or Sesame Street. Are you so, a fan of either or both? I'm a fan of both, and I know you're sure. a fan, and so I really did this one for you. Thank you. So Roy Kent is everywhere, even Sesame Street. And you know who Roy Kent is, of course. Of course. When Ted Lasso fan favorite Brett Goldstein, which is his real name, sorry to pull the... Who the fuck is Brett Goldstein? <laughs> pulled the, I, did, I Wizard of Oz you, I'm so sorry. I pulled the curtain back there. Paid a visit to the iconic children's TV show. His appearance with Oscar the Grouch seemed particularly fitting, of course, because, you know... Right, he's the grouch. Mm-hmm. He's a grouchy man. He's the little grouchy man. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, Goldstein noted that visiting Sesame Street was one of his best days of his life. 
So before I read the next statement, I've always wondered how you actually get invited to Sesame Street. Because I've always wondered how you get to Sesame Street. <laughs> Let me tell you how to get. Uh, sometimes they've had unexpected guests on there, which includes James Gandolfini. Wow. Yeah. Tony Soprano Tony has Soprano. been to Sesame Street. Yeah. To do some work or to, to do some to, business. To lean on some folks. <laughs> to lean on some folks. Who's sleeping with the fishes in Sesame Street? Celine Dion. Oh, you know sense. Oscar the Grouch owes money. He owes everybody money. Though. Yeah. Yeah, Celine Dion, though, she makes she makes sense. So mm-hmm. R2-D2 and C-3PO. Interesting. Yeah, those more make those those make sense. But then we move on to, like, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Cube of Fuck the Police fame. Right. But now of yeah. Daddy Are We Home Yet fame or whatever the fuck movie. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I think it's called... Daddy, <laughs> are we fucking there yet? I'm so sick of your bullshit, Daddy. Right? Is that what? I don't yeah, know. I, I no, that might be right. I think that's what it's called. Spike Lee and Richard Pryor have also been on it, which is uh, really funny because <laughs> Richard Pryor has Bill Cosby. Doesn't seem like has Bill Cosby <laughs> ever been on it? Oh man, they, those people don't seem like they should be uh, near Sesame Street, let alone on it. But Goldstein says, quote, I have finally found my way to Sesame Street. All you have to do is ask through the medium of song. And it was more wonderful than I could ever imagined, end quote. Actually, still quote. Everyone was so funny and brilliant and friendly and kind. Well, damn, he's just heaping it on. End quote. Yep. Um, so you have to be famous and you have to ask through song, which is pretty cool, man. Well, that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though, right? Well, I mean, that makes it pretty hard for most people to get at Sesame Street, but that might be for the best. Yeah. Would you really want to watch it if just every random fucking person can get there? No, Bring I all their not. bullshit, you know? But, but what, Hey, how, my girlfriend left me. What the fuck? Yeah. But how, how tough are they on the songs, though? Because I'm sure all these songs aren't great. Well, I mean, I don't know. Mobsters, if you want to send us your audition songs to get on Sesame Street, I would love, love to hear them. Um, just send them to macapod1 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear that. Yes. That'd be so funny. And you know how the, you know the song. It's like, couldn't you tell me how to get, how to get, get to Sesame, Sesame Street? Right. So I wonder if you get to write your own lyrics. I'm sure they, I'm sure they, it's open and free like that. It's like, just write your own lyrics. Make mm-hmm. your own song up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take, take the melody and make it your own. Yeah. Like, hey, like, can I get on Sesame Street? Can I get on Sesame Street, please? Yeah, fucking, you, it doesn't get much more clever than that. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. I think they'll invite me. Yeah. We do have hundreds of listeners. Mm-hmm. So. Hundreds? Hundreds. Around the world. Around the world, we're worldwide. And in, including Yemen. Including Yemen, where we charted number seven, baby. Yemen, what's up? Yemen. I hope things are, I don't know if things yeah, are going man. well there, but I hope, you know, shit's going okay. Something's going good. They listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. But that will do it for this episode of Macabre Reality Bites. You did it to yourself. Part one. Thank you to all the mobsters out there as always. Shout out to Ohio and uh, my guy and our number one fan, Blake, out there holding down Ohio. And Matt, I just want to What's tell you up, this. What's up, Blake? Yeah, what up, Blake? He said that we can go to uh, Cincinnati anytime. He'll take us to the Devil's Backbone. Fuck He'll yeah. get us the rollerblades if we need them. So he's Team Airborne and Hell hashtag yeah. thank you, Blake and Ohio. We're that de- what dude, we're going. We're definitely going. Yeah. He 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 let me he let me know that. So I wanted to pass that on to you. And all the other mobsters, invite us to your city and let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, keep emailing us, you know, all that shit we said earlier. Who knows what we said? We say a lot. Uh, but send us all that stuff but especially send us your sesame street songs uh, we found out that ohio has the most haunted houses in america too did you know that i did not yeah we only have we have this south carolina i'm speaking of 40 something they have over 100 dude i'm more than texas i would not have guessed ohio yes i know more than texas so ohio is a haunted state but that is interesting we love ohio so fucking hey we love haunted houses too Oh yeah, dude. And we every did a whole if I if I'm driving it. somewhere and I see a haunted house, I will pull over and go into it. And I mean a real one. I'm not talking like 
Haunted House attractions. Yeah, but you know you can't do that. You got in trouble because there's people living there. Well, there were people living there. Yeah, and you can't just that's breaking and entering. But that's what they say. It's what I'm into. That's what they call it in North Carolina, breaking and entering when you enter somebody's old. It, technically, house. it is called breaking and entering. And yes, they did call the police, and that's happened several times. Yeah. But I've felt I've said it once, and I'll say it again. If I see a haunted house, I'm going into it. But. Dude, you gotta make sure nobody lives there. Though. That's the problem. Well, it's not gonna be any, like it's not gonna be scary just, if there's nobody there. Just because you think it, there's, <laughs> it's haunted and old and nobody lives there. I, the one time there's a light on inside. Most of the time there's lights on inside and there's people walking around. And you're just like, I'm going into this haunted house. What? They, Matt, people. They, they, they could be ghosts. You don't know until you go in there. I know that one time you're like, I think they're home aloneing me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was <laughs> that one time you were like I was certain that there was my, that Michael Jordan was just moving was back and forth across the window with his hand up yeah and, that, and the clown in the shower curtain yes in, in number two in number two yes <laughs> um, um, where are we what are we doing we're talking about uh, haunted houses oh, and right. going to Ohio okay yes yeah so just let us know so yeah Ohio <laughs> fucking here we come <laughs> Uh, we have a Patreon. Please visit that and pick a level. Um, we have unedited episodes. We have all kinds of extra content. You want to know how me and Matt met? You want to know how many bodies we've seen together? Just one. But do you want to know how many seen we how many we've seen apart? Lots more. You got to listen to Patreon to find mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You want to know how much we stutter during episodes and how much we have to start over and all the jokes we don't put into the. So the episode also on there. Unedited episodes are, some of them are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we apologize for that. You might hear some dead air too. <laughs> you hear a lot of eating and drinking, <clears throat> and clearing of throats. But uh, yeah, it's all on there. Um, if you like what you're hearing, just tell somebody, please. And uh, wait, so yeah. we we put our totally unedited episodes on Patreon. Yeah, we sure do. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. We don't. We, yeah, you're gonna hear a lot of stupid shit. A lot of stupid shit. I, I mean, mean, really stupid. This shit. so like think about the stupid shit you hear that actually airs. You're gonna hear like way worse than that. But yeah, fucking, yeah. <laughs> you fucking hear. join our Patreon. Completely unedited. You're gonna hear moments where our microphones blow the fuck out and our production just shuts down on us. Yeah, and we gotta start all over again. So you hear all that? Just uh, pick it. Uh, I think it's at the um, um, the boss level. The you boss might level. hear you might hear Josh's constant racist remarks. No, <laughs> no, sir, not at all. But we don't cut anything out. That's but no, nothing gets cut out. So you can you can find out. You can check. <laughs> yeah. Make sure he's not making racist That's remarks. Right. I won't enter that one. You know. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, anyways, you got anything else to add, bud? Um, what was this episode about? Uh, don't worry about it. Just listen to it on Tuesday. <laughs> Well, for the council, I am Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. We love you. Stay safe out there. Be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre reality. Bye-bye.